Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. When I get older, losing my head many years from now. Well, y'all, I was planning on starting this episode to talk about there's going to be a lot of children for Poodle, and he's not going to love that. But it's been superseded <laughs> by the by Jake before we started told me, Poodle, what did you tell me before we started recording this show? Uh, there, are, um, there are some workmen clearing out brush over in the... Uh, the building next to us. And he's not being sexual and talking about his ass. They're actually clearing out brush. <laughs> no, that's brambles. Uh, uh, oh, thank this you. Is, and there's some <laughs> queen who lives in the building next to me blaring the Spotify Broadway station. <laughs> not, just the generic, like, Broadway loves Broadway or, or Queens on Broadway. And every song is like popular from Wicked. And the next one is How Far I'll Go from Moana. <laughs> and the next one is Satisfied from Hamilton. And you know and, every word. And I know every word. And the next one is Once Upon a December from Anastasia. <laughs> oh, that's a and good so one. And so I have to listen to it. And then, and then it'll be something awful. Um, and then, the, and then, the, and like then Starlight just, Express. No, nothing, cats. nothing that, nothing that remark, re, cat memory from cats would be on there. It, this is the basest of the basicest of the basic that's oh. playing. And, and I'm, I think it is to, to torture these poor workers. It, 
Or you. This is your worst night. Because I say, you know, if Workman were playing like music, Tejano music. Tejano, you wouldn't know the word. It would just kind of no, like is, be. This is awful because I have to listen to it. And then I and then I recognize it and go, why are they only playing this? And they go, really should play that? this. What version of what production are they doing? Of what what no, no, no. cast this recordings is, is this? This is all the terrible original cast recordings, and I'm thinking this song shouldn't be popular. This other song should be popular <laughs> on this because they just play that awful "Not My Father's Son" from Kinky Boots, and it's like the most on the nose possible song that people get weepy about. Sorry if you uh, like that song, by the way. <laughs> it is, but it's like, he literally says, I'm not my father's son when he's in full drag, when they're in full drag. And it's like, got it. Yeah. I feel like we could have done a metaphor that maybe wasn't as blunt as a spoon. <laughs> it wasn't like an anvil hitting me over the head. <laughs> This is this, Golden Bachelor. This is Golden Bachelor. And what I've been dealing with this morning, besides a head cold, oh, I'm, God. I'm, thank you for the floral tributes. Um, <laughs> so the stomach virus me. is gone. Virus one is kind <laughs> of out of the way. I'm, I'm thinking about what I should eat now. Uh, I've been hungry for the first time since Tuesday. Okay. Um, virus two, the cold, the head cold, chest cold. Um, it is, it's passing. It's taking its time. I'm still congested as you can hear, but, um, I didn't cough up a uh, sputum Don't <laughs> as need much to know that. today. Don't um, need to know that. Is there a grosser word than sputum for what you hock up? I don't think so. No, I, don't, it's I don't mind phlegm, but sputum, sputum has an onomatopoeia is, to it. Sputum. You can it's just, awful. Yeah. It's but, I feel, but I feel much better today, and my energy is coming back, which is nice. Which means, get ready, Los Angeles. <laughs> the night light's going to be on. <laughs> the red, the red light's coming light. back soon. <laughs> I'll just hear the buzz. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hear the buzz and the I'll old know. whore is back. Oh, y'all! This is Golden Bachelor episode six. Um, Hometowns. Also, this episode was a little bit delayed because of poodles viruses. So, um, but we're getting it out for you now. So, I know we normally try to drop this on Friday um, or Saturday morning, but um, you could so wait a day. It's fine. What's more important to you, my health or getting your fucking bachelor finger bang fix? Don't answer well, that. <laughs> well, you it did. It, it actually kind of saved me today because there was a craft fair going on in Oklahoma this morning. Sounds like a nightmare. And well, normally I kind of like them, but my mother was excited about it. We couldn't go. So, but I'm still going to take her to. Um, uh, a two. Uh, Can I get your vaginas waxed together? N- yes. Uh, where I'm okay. taking her to the, uh, what's it called? Happy Happyology. Taking her Happyology later. That's a what the like fuck a, is that? It's one of those stores where they sell, uh, candles and they sell word art and they sell like big, big these. There's this thing that's popular here. It's like these 
big wooden beaded necklaces with oh, a heart on yeah. them. And they, but they kind of look like the necklaces that the mom from the show Dinosaurs would wear. Yeah. Like that. I want to I burn a store like that to the ground. Yeah, but they don't, they don't actually, they're not necklaces for you to wear. You drape them over a couch or a throw blanket. And somehow that looks homey. There's also all these stores usually always have. I don't understand this at all. I know there. I, there's also there's always a man section that's painted black because <coughs> men they've got their own way of thinking, their own man, way of being. <laughs> man cave central. <laughs> we've got to have a we've got to have a man's journal. Yeah, man oh, style. I went to right, one oh, story right now. It's Love You Bohem, by the way. Oh, oh, you're, this is going to be torture for you. Um, I, the guy's doing on. the order. Seatweed salad. Nit, 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 nit. I wonder oh, if boy. I just uh, throw my head into the desk, would it get bloody before I um, became unconscious? I don't know. We, <laughs> maybe, there's, uh, this would make you. I don't want to make a mess, mess in my apartment. In our in the coffee shop I went to today that I really enjoyed, a girl was wearing an heiress shirt, and we talked about Taylor Swift. It is really weird that the young kids, there's so many like gender fluid kind of queer kids working in Oklahoma. Yes, working at the Starbucks. They're all working great. in the coffee shops. I know it's great, but also at the coffee shop was this little um, this little blessings jar, and it says. Give it to God, blessings jar. You just put your blessings in what there. What a and, scam! And God, and God takes care of it. Yeah, I bet He does. <laughs> <laughs> I clean that out every hour. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone would look at it and say, "Oh, there's no bless. There's no money in here for God's blessings." blessings. I need to uh, drop another fifty cents in here because so my niece Crystal will get her crystal. thyroid fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Crystal's fucked. I did hear that two of my friends' parents they've got they've got cancer, kidney failure. That's you know you come into town, you always hear about a sickness going on. So I've been when, updating. When did, when did this turn into the Oklahoma minute? Anyway, we're done with it. We all because we're going to. We're not talking about my hometown. We're talking about everybody else's hometown. I do want to mention Shrewsbury, New Jersey. Yes, I also want to do mention Selling Sunset Season Seven is now dropped on Netflix and it's dropped on our Patreon at the five dollar tier. When you do that, you have to turn your your to to your teeth so horizontal. Can you do do Selling Sunset Season Seven without without stretching? No, like, sunset you, no, you don't. You just don't have to go horizontal. Can you just ha- mm-hmm. like relax Selling your lips? Sunset season seven. That's the exact opposite of what I asked you to oh, do. Okay. Selling sunset season <laughs> seven. I'm saying, if, <laughs> as a speech therapist, they would tell you you're working too hard. Okay. <laughs> Whatever speech therapy you were given. Was absolute garbage. I didn't because listen. What, yeah, that it was at North Texas. It. it was a very good school. But whatever you were given, either you 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 turned your back on it, <laughs> or yeah. you never did it. I'm a mar. I did it my way. Did it well, my way. It, it ain't a working. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so y'all, it's Faith, Leslie, Teresa. We're gonna start out in Teresa. Teresa, Shrewsbury, New Jersey. And I don't know where that is. It seems like it, the nice part of Jersey. 
Y'all, this was the house was very nice. This yeah, was this is this is a nice for, part of for, for Leslie, they had to rent a place because I'll be honest, y'all. <laughs> Leslie Leslie doesn't have money, y'all. She is she has made bad decisions in men and she has she has given her money to so many guys on a bike that just took I, her for a ride literally. I totally and I totally agree with you. This felt like a rental. It felt like uh that this place like we went to brick and mortar. Because yes. Leslie's in a studio apartment with a bathtub yes. Uh, yes. in the room. <laughs> yes. Whereas Teresa's daughter, she, her and Matt, they've got it. This home looks beautiful. Looks like something from Home Alone. Yeah, they're fine. And somehow Faith looked up. I don't know who's question. I don't want to get tinfoil hatty with this. Oh, God. We know that Teresa's husband is dead. Yes. Did we mention Faith's husband? She probably mentioned in the beginning. I don't remember. And we're just saying it's only six episodes in, but I don't remember. And I can only imagine that Leslie has been in so many, has been in a relationship where she's been conned. Uh, Or, or she's uh, been married at least two times, if not three. I think this is definitely, this, this was, she's at least twice. Um, and I, uh, is it possible that all these men are dead? Uh, and it's possible (sighs) that we have three black widows on our hands. Oh God. I'm sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to buy more. I kind of respect them more for it. I'm more into I respect a black widow. Gary's a werewolf more than I would believe that. Faith is a werewolf. Well, but remember we said Gary oh, and Faith maybe are both werewolves. And that's why I think it's going to be Faith. So do you they share that? Time, who do you, <laughs> you think? Do you think it's going to be Faith? Yes. I, I think if we did a fuck, Mary kill of these three women, I definitely think it is Mary Faith it is very clear, y'all. He wants to get it on with the Leslie. Yeah. Because it's, it's going to be freaking. It's time to kill Teresa. Teresa, he's going to uh, push her right off that Ferris wheel. I think there's no doubt in my mind that Teresa is not going to get a rose. I, I I think he's had it with her. Um, I, However, I was, uh, at the end, we are left with, uh, well, we're left with wondering if it's Teresa or Faith, which we'll talk about. But I, Right? Yeah. Yeah. Leslie gets it. I, I want to point out one thing, and I don't know if if it – and I've been thinking about it ever since I watched the episode, but it seems like Gary started out trying to be the person who every time someone's like, I'm falling in love with you, and he would go, that's so nice of you to say. That makes me <laughs> feel wonderful. Y'all, that is that – is, that's a textbook poodle answer. <laughs> I don't know how I would feel if I told someone I love them and they said – that makes me feel wonderful. <laughs> it does it does make it feel like I guess he's trying to be honest, but it is if it was me, I if I said that to someone, if I and I left that matzo ball out there, I'd grab their shirt and I'd say, You're not gonna return why I love you because then I rescind it. <laughs> you would. What so would you ever say I love you first? Hell no. That 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 person loses. <laughs> wow! Hell no! Come on! Come on! I'm not a patsy. 
Wow. Not okay. a sucker. So you you say it until the person, other person makes you respond to it. What do you respond when someone says I love you first? Uh what? <laughs> first. <laughs> then is it hot in here? <laughs> and then when they can tell that I when I can tell they've actually said it. Uh, um, thank you. That's lovely. What, and then you pat their leg and say, let's go eat. Uh, then or, I'm going to get a drink. Then I look for where the rat poison is in my, um, in my cupboard. <sighs> Hopefully I still have enough. That's what you should put in your blessings jar. Rat poison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I tell you what. Rat poison can be a woman's best friend. <sighs> You're too I'll obsessed say. with poisoning. We got to talk about this. <laughs> I love black widows. They're my oh. favorite type of murderer. We're moving on. We're talking about <laughs> Ter- he meets Come Teresa. Come at me if you'd love a black widow. We meet Teresa's daughter, her husband, Matt. Jim. There's so many people here. There's like her sister, Charlotte, Mary. The grandkids. The Matt is hot, by the way. The the boy. All the men in this episode. All the sons. They're hot. Oh, Faith's sons. Whoa! Oh, don't Whoa. get me started. Is is one Whoa. a little fancy like us? I couldn't tell. It's hard for me to tell with men. They they dress the straight men up to be gay. They all mm. look like Cam and Mitch on Modern Family. They mm. all put them in those shirt patterns. So it's hard mm. to tell. Yeah, that's true. It's true. <laughs> it's the way wardrobe people do straight men. Mm-hmm. They they have to put them in something that's kind of snazzy because yeah. men just men even if they're attracted they kind of fade into the background on shows. So you got to put them in something. Wow. <laughs> so okay, so there's so so they talk about how they met each other. And even the daughter's like this is brand new but it seems like they're smitten. And so then we get Teresa talking to her sisters and her sister Charlotte's like, I, I love them. I love him so love him. much. I love him. Boy. I could see by your body language. You're such a fucking stalker. Your body language is saying you your want body him. language. You're liking. I can see your legs. You're opening your legs around his, around his shoulders. And Teresa says something that we forget about because Teresa says, well, I'm competing with 60 year olds. That's right. Uh, because Faith and Leslie are both in their 60s, and she's uh, 70. Leslie is young. Leslie, I think, is 60 or 61, and I think and Faith, Faith is, is more like, like 65, something. 66. Yeah. But they, um, both, they both do look younger than Teresa. They do. And Teresa yeah. says – and, and the sister's like, that doesn't matter. So meanwhile, Gary is meeting her grandsons, and uh, – I hate with these the fucking ki- precocious kids <laughs> – uh, I do enjoy the truth that happens when the kids, first of all, you can tell I liked these three kids a lot better. If I may opine about the children, the grandchildren. Great. Uh, and by, if I may come for the children on the show, it's what we do. Anything was better than the cold open with these two children, basically Jane and Michael Banks from uh, <laughs> Mary Poppins. Anything was better than these kids who had obviously been coached by their parents to say things. This was stupid. 
I hate children who've been coached. Oh, Even though I spent a lot cute. of time coaching children. You did. The little girl um, was cute, though. She looks actually just like Leslie. She. I'm not saying the children weren't cute. I'm saying they were coached. And I think that's gross. You didn't like it when she said, can you dance? And she got up and danced. That I think was fine. I'm not entertained by children. <laughs> no, we, we know. No. You, you know what I'm entertained by? The first, the other three kids who gave away knowledge they're not supposed to. <laughs> like when they said, yeah, she, Teresa comes over, Nana comes over a lot because she's very lonely. <laughs> Y'all, this was only found out by when one of them said, hey, mom, why does Nana come over here all the time? <laughs> Honey, don't ask that. Your, your grandmother's very lonely. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> She's very lonely. <laughs> that and is then, exactly what happened. And then, they, then they're like, you know, it would mean a lot to her for you to get married. And sure you know, this was this was definitely something Teresa gave them, like some Werther's original, and told her to say. <laughs> and and then they're like, and then she does like what she does duck lips and selfies. Which is it's it's funny, um, and I but would they read are her, sh- honeys. Read they, her. They are kind of shady grandkids. These were my favorite, not Jane and Michael Banks, who were obviously <laughs> coached by some horrible child talent wrangler. Gary enjoyed not them their too. parents. So something that they just finally are starting to talk about this show because Jen has a talk with Gary, and she's basically saying, "Where are you going to like?" What's the reality of like this? Because you don't live together. Where are you going to live? And we haven't talked about this at all on The Bachelor, but now it's sitting in. And this is very different than two people who are in their 20s. It's not like Love is Blind where it's easier for people to move. These are people that like Jen said. In Love is Blind, they live in the same place. So that already fixes it. But Jen even said, we see my mom a lot. And she probably wants to be around. I never thought about this, especially when you're in your 70s. Like you're not going to want to move cross country to be with someone normally. You're not going to, yeah. And also, your, your life's reset. Your life is set, and it seems like Teresa's a fixture in this home because she's very lonely. <laughs> and Don't she forget. comes over all the time. She's there mm-hmm. every fucking day. Mm-hmm. So that means. I doubt unless she can just drop her family like a hot potato. When maybe she can. Uh, maybe I, I seriously doubt. Uh, and she, she has a connection to her family, but I, I feel like Teresa of all of them. No, Leslie would do it too. Would jump ship and go wherever Gary was. I could see that. And then she would just fly back a lot. I could see that. Where yeah. is Gary from again? Indiana. Ain't nobody she, wanting to go there. <laughs> and she's in New Jersey. So, and that's I don't what? know. I, it's he, all the north. I don't know how far it is. It's that's the Indiana's the fucking Midwest. So what? It's like a day trip, though. No, honey, it's like eight hours drive. Keep talking. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, I don't know what he's definitely not from Indianapolis, but I think he's from. He used to be. He owns some restaurants, and I think he's retired now. So he could he could go anywhere. I believe. 
um, that's what they don't seem to. They they just kind of this kind of male centric view that they're just going to uproot and move to Indiana because. But the thing is, his family is there. Well, he's from so, Hudson, Indiana. Yeah, and she's from Shrewsbury, which is really looks like it's not um, Shrewsbury, New Jersey. Uh, it is a ten-hour drive. I was going to say I, on the yeah. I-80 East. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but. That all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. 
That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. And that's a rough drive. (laughs) (laughs) You're going across Ohio and Pennsylvania, my friend. You are, you are. Whoa, whoa. Okay, Whoa. I'm gonna leave this open, and we'll see for the other places where how long it would be. <laughs> That's a lot of me. Ohio driving. It's a lot. Of, you're going right through Akron and Cleveland, kiddos. <laughs> uh, so stop off in Akron. Stop. I'm sure, off it's in- lovely. Now, Y'all, if you've never if you've never listened to us before, the Ohio hate comes strong <laughs> from you, not me. From uh, you. 
well, and whatever. That's, that's that's part of the brand now. So you might as well and accept it. You got dicked down more than you ever did in Ohio, and it was your favorite Only, place on our tour. Well, two or three times. Um, that was not my favorite place. You t- you said don't at one rewrite point, history. At one point, you said I love Cleveland. I no, oh, I Columbus. said I Where liked we go? Columbus. You I said, said love. I liked it. You said love. I was drunk. Uh, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> anyway, we are we're talking to the sisters, sisters, and they. The thing about one one thing I wanted to bring up, uh, you waylaid me somehow when I was talking about this, mm-hmm. but. One one constant is like I don't want to say I love you to another woman for the rest of my life. Well, we abandoned that, didn't we? <laughs> Just <throw> that. <laughs> Editors, I believe I would have taken that out. Yeah, because um, I think he's been he's been trying not to say it. But y'all, this is the Bachelor. You gotta say it. It doesn't you matter. It doesn't matter. The the final three, you got to say at least, I think I'm falling in love with you. You got to say at least that. Everyone's always in love with two or three people on The Bachelor. Yeah, That's the point. It's part of it. It's part of it. That's Even why if they're not, they've convinced themselves they are. Your angst about you being in love with two different people is our pleasure. That exactly. is what we're building up to. Exactly. Lean into it, Gary. One thing I want to talk about as well is... I don't think the stakes are the same as when we're meeting children, adult children and grandchildren, as when we're meeting parents. Because the parents are saying, you've got to take care of my daughter. This is still my daughter. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is my parental instinct here. But the adult children are kind of like, you better take care of her, but... It's it's similar, but I don't think it has the same strength. That's that's what I was seeing. I would argue and say I think it has the same, but in a different way because of what we talked about earlier of meeting these people of these a lot of times these parents and their adult children again having grandchildren are kind of ingratiated into their so it's. It, when people are young, you kind of expect someone who's young to kind of go off when they get married and yeah, move that's somewhere a good point. Else. So it's very, but you're, I think you made a great point. It is very different though. There's, there's it on the other way. I get what you're saying. There doesn't feel this. They're kind of like, yeah, well, let's be it's honest. It's their choice. They're like, they're like, Leslie's going to do what Leslie's going to do. <laughs> we, we tried, we tried to tell our mom everything when she ran, when she ran off with the Herbalife peddler. <laughs> She's like, Ma- Chloe is like, I've done all I can. That's all. That's all I've done. All I can. But so I agree with that. Um, she got into that when she got into the essential oils business for a while. Yes. We tried. Yes. Oh, yeah. So um, Jen says, are, you know, that are you following my love? And was Glad we got her out of Nexium. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and he says, I'm still trying to figure out. And so you don't Gary know what Nexium is, but that's fine. <laughs> Nexium, no, that was like it was a, that cult. Yeah. It was, uh, uh, oh, Nexium. I thought Keith that was Ranieri. a weight loss supplement. No, that's that's Nivium. Sorry, it's like Nexium. Nexium is a as a drug. I think Niv, Niv, Nixium. I, it's like Nixium. It's Keith Ranieri. Cult. I don't know who that is. 
Why would you? You talk about <laughs> cult people like they're your friends. I, by the way, I talk uh, about Oklahoma most people. Most of our listeners are the same. I hate to tell you. I, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. Our, our listeners are true crime freaks. Maybe. 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 Y'all come at her and read her for filth and I say that you're all cult freaks. I don't care. Please, I don't care. They're going to. Get him. Get him. <laughs> Oh, you're getting your ire back. It never went um, away. So, okay. So, the one grandson's the, like, I think you should be our new papa. And everyone just goes, that's uncomfortable. I, I love that. I I love it when <laughs> when kids say that. It's it's the it's it's those other kids that when they're like, me, me. And and I I, I like it when kids are inappropriate because that's children. That's children without any coaching at all. <sighs> That is children. So um, uh, Jen tells her mom, way to go. You hit it out. The first guy you dated, he seems great. And so they go to a, Gary and Teresa go to like some fun park at Seaside Heights, uh, which sounds like where mobsters go to kill people. It does. There are dead bodies there. Yeah, there's cement shoes. And Teresa's like, seeing you with all my family. I got to say, I was I was falling in love with you, but now I, now I am, am in, in love, love with, you. with you. Put a pin in that because all these motherfuckers say it. It's And that's yeah. when Gary says, that makes me feel so special. <laughs> and then it feels like a kid. And then he says, I and I'm in, Teresa, Teresa, I'm in love with you too. And then that that's when the and, the the yeah. cock crows once, and <laughs> then it, and at the end when he when Gary realizes he's he's um he's betrayed Tony the third time, he weeps and they turn in Jesus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's my version. And then he that well he did cry at the end. And then he realizes he it. And then the ghost of Tony comes back like in Hamlet. <laughs> That's what I want to see. If ghost Tony appears to Gary in the final episode and chooses, tells him what lady to pick or to be celibate for the rest of his life, which is what ghost poodle would do. <laughs> we got to move on. Can we move on to Benton City, Washington, please? Do we have to? This Benton place City, looks, Wash- it, I'm sure it's beautiful. It looks remote. It is remote. It is 31-hour drive from Hudson, uh, Indiana, so I think they're going to need to take the, the plane. But you can get there <laughs> right on the I-94 and the I-90. So there you go. <laughs> In a car with no headlights. So, But this is a big deal when you think about it because part of me thinks he wants to pick Faith. However, this is literally on the other side of the country. And he yeah. has grandkids, and he has so it's like. But uh, y'all, she's a horse girl, and you're not taking the horse girl away from the horses. No, especially near her horse that's buried there. And I like it that she. This wasn't even a point of argument, where she's like, Mm-mm. "And my horse is buried here." And it's like, oh, yes, and he I, went, oh, I understand that. And it's it's like a normal thing. She's like, yeah, you know, she's got roots here. Her family's here. Her horse is buried here. So this and is, no, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't argue. Her horse I is buried argue. here. The horse is buried here. Although I kind of feel like you know, horse people don't fuck around. My they dad don't didn't want to fuck move, around he, with their horses. My dad didn't want to move out of his house because Tila was buried there under that tree. 
just for clarification, that is his dog, right? That was his Maltese. The first one, Tila, um, cried over that dog for a year and a half. And he said, I just can't move. This is where Tila is. And I want to say, I can understand that. But then what are you living for if you're just staying in a place because your animal or a person is buried there? I can't I can't question anyone's uh, I but people but you you feel differently about the way people are connected to the to the earth. And I know some people saying I can't leave this area because people are buried here. And that's just how their connection works. I can't I can't judge that. I'm not judging it. I just think they need to work on it a little bit. <laughs> I think you are judging it because you feel differently and that's okay. Sure. <laughs> Y'all, I'm prompt Thomas. You, this, she is such a judgmental bitch. When, she, when, so, when, she, when someone else thinks differently, she cannot even, cannot even find a, a daylight. Uh, where is my blessings jar? Okay, so I would steal to that money. To the gro- I, know I would you steal would. that money every hour. She already rides her horse to the grocery store. Faith and the does, tavern. So this is remote. This looks like it's a several hour drive from Seattle Airport or Port. So it's not a quick place to get there. It's a whole day trip. So she says, but I it feel I want him to ride horse. It looks beautiful. And she said, I want him to ride horses because the way he feels about pickleball is the way I feel about horses. So they are going horse riding. And the way I feel about pickles. <laughs> which he means dick. Yeah. So Gary says, <laughs> I want to be around you all the time. Just that. It's so, cause she said that she, like you said, she said, this is my life. He's like, I understand that. And, but I have to be around you, which is creepy. But the kid yeah. says, well, she brings up my kids are here too. So and he says, I, she says, I feel such a pull to my sons and they're here. And and my horse is buried here. And the sons, Brendan and Nick, they're yo, these are hot sons. Hot. And hot. Leslie's sons are hot. Um yes. and uh with her friend Joan and her sister Beth. And later on, uh the Faith and Beth are talking. And this actually made me tear up. Uh Beth says, Something is missing behind your eyes. You normally have a wall, but it looks like it's safety and you and I, I teared up because this is why I think it's I think faith has become both faith and Gary have become better people for knowing each other. I feel like that. And and I think there's something in faith and that Gary thinks can teach him something. Yeah, I agree. with And that. I think that's why I think that even that that first impression Rose was there and even though they they didn't really see each other a lot, that's why I was kind of like, "And eh, Faith, you don't have a chance." But later on, every time I was, every time they were together, it was watching like a soul connection happen. I agree. It makes me also wonder, you know, in doing this, Gary wants a new adventure. Yeah, and doing in even doing The Bachelor, so maybe he wants a new adventure of living somewhere else on a horse. I mean, that does sound from a retirement point of life. You move from Indiana where you worked and made your money and all that, and you go live in Indiana, and it feels like you're on vacation all the time. You mean Washington? Washington, yeah. 
I don't think anyone ever feels like they're on vacation in Indiana. Sorry, Indiana. I want to go to Indianapolis. I've never been. I'd love to go. I've never been either. But I got to say this. I know two gay guys from Indiana. Huge dicks. Huge. (laughs) What is that supposed to do for me? That's a sampling of two. (laughs) That's true. Uh, You usually have... Again, you can't even go 2000. to New Orleans without seeing someone you had sex with. <laughs> that was that was out of nowhere. <laughs> no, that was out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> it was random too. It was just like in a hotel. Wow. Maybe he was working there. I'm telling y'all, and not Poodle, at the hotel. He was working on somebody. Poodle could travel to fucking. Japan and see a guy he had sex with. Well, yeah. Maybe, <sighs> maybe like remote, maybe somewhere remote, like, I don't know. Reykjavik, I think Australia, Kuala New Zealand, Lampur. the Patagonia. Mm, I do love, I do, I do love that area. So, okay. So they're, He's talking about how she rode in with a motorcycle and all that kind of stuff. He said, and like, she talks to her sister and Brendan and Nick, the boys both say, here's with my mom. My mom falls hard and fast. So we worry about her getting hurt. And Brendan, Brendan full out asked Gary, he says, are you in love? And Gary, he, he almost tries to pause and not answer the question. And you see him kind of say, fuck it. Yes, I am in love. I think I am. I think um, I am. Then he talks to the sister, Beth, and, and she said, I'm protecting, very protective of her. Is her heart safe? But he says, faith brings peace to me. And, uh, but she does say, I love that you made her feel safe, but trusting anyone with her heart is a rare thing. And, but Beth is on board. And and I liked it at one point. It's just like, it's like so who else you're going to see? And he's like, I have one more. And they're like, I can cancel the next visit. This is it. This is it. I'm so glad people are saying shit like that because they're calling out this for what it is, which is agonizing. It's agonizing for him. It's agonizing and, but no, and entertaining for, for us. For these other women. But entertaining for us. Oh, yeah, Definitely. And that's when Gary looks at her and says, I love you. And she says it back. And they kiss right in front of him. And he said, when you looked at me in the eyes, I just, I had to say the words. Yeah, honey. It was sweet. You need to get get better at that. You're you're almost there. You you just need to say uh, something like, I'm sorry. I need to, need to go take a pill for heartburn. (laughs) (sighs) I... I thought You're it was sweet. Close. I got I got a little teary with them too. It was very sweet. Uh, speaking of, let's go to the home of Prince, Minneapolis. All right, let me look it up. Hold on. <sighs> How far it is to Indiana? Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all, it's time for Leslie. Oh, she- this is the shortest. <clears throat> An eight hour and forty four minute drive. It's very it's easy. Still, you, you still just- long. You just take the I-90 West, and then you just take the I-94 West as well, and there you go. God, I, I just hear you. I hope this has become a regular feature of you just telling us how to get places. Oh, I like to give people information, you know. So 
she's telling uh, Gary that she's like, you know, I just you're gonna meet my brother Stuart. Stuart, Stuart, uh, he's a mensch. And she said, you should know that my dad dropped me off at school, and uh, I waited and waited, and he didn't show up. And I thought she was going to say, my dad dropped me up at school and then went to go have another family. But uh, it did make it almost better that dad died. Uh, I, it, it, it's preferable than he had went to go have another family. Dad did die, and Stuart the older picks her up and says, I'm, I'm your, your dad, dad now. now. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Which I've heard before, but it's usually in a different context. It's a different context. Um, <clears throat> yeah. He's a minch so, on a bench. A minch on a bench. That, and she says, like, that's what she calls him, a minch. Um, and, and we meet Stuart and her family. i got to say, out of all of them, her family kind of looks the most fun. I agree. Uh, and... Like that daughter Chloe, we'd get drunk with her. This is that that would happen. It um, helps that they're in like a rental room of a coffee house. <laughs> I uh, I gotta say, she's the most attractive to me because I love Minneapolis, except for four months out of the year. No, like no longer than that. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, November, December, January, February, March. Oh, wait, it does snow in April 5. And then, well, and sometimes it'll get in early May. So six months out of the year. Other than that, it's great. It's also hot. Remember when we were in it's Minneapolis? Normally not. It's normally not. We, we. It's your fault. You. We went to Minneapolis and you caused a heat wave <laughs> for your two ass. days. It was over oh, 100 degrees. It, we and I, y'all, it, it fucked Minneapolis because I told him how the weather was going to be fantastic. And that just. And you were a just, big liar. He just bitched at me the entire time. It was pretty. It was very pretty. Um, I love okay. our venue there. I did too. Can't remember the name of it. The Varsity right. Theater. Yes. How in the world did you pull? <laughs> where'd you pull that out of? <clears throat> it's by college. Ooh, next time I'll have to open up my Grinder when we're there. Wow. Uh, crimes of Grinder. Crimes of Grinder. So, anyway, so we meet her son Eli. Who you? 
Eli and Zach and her daughter Chloe. And you're right. All the all the kids are beautiful. Like they're just They're all hot. Especially the one with Zach with all ta- tattooed sleeves on his arms. Ooh. So then, so then Stuart, Stuart takes Gary aside and is like, it's strange to talk to the guy <laughs> who's dating my sister. Who's <laughs> also dating with other women. It's a nice face you got there. Be ashamed if something happened to it. <gasps> it does Looks like you feel a nice like penis that. too. Yeah, it does. But a gold like penis. Uh, be ashamed yeah. if something happened to it if you do something to my sister. Oh, I'm very protective. Very, very protective. protective. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so, uh, uh, and he's like, I don't want to see her hurt again. You know what I'm talking about? I won't see her hurt again. Because people <laughs> who hurt my sister, they uh, get hurt themselves. Get hurt Sometimes themselves. they don't wake up. Not you. Other people. I liked his transition lenses too. He was rocking the rocking. He looks like a fun guy. He did say she's very out of the box, and you're a different guy than what she's used to. And Gary says, "Yeah, is that good?" And Stewart immediately goes, "Oh yeah, that's good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's good." Because the other guys are <laughs> y'all. You line up the men that Leslie has dated, Mm-mm. and it is a rogues gallery. Because Poodle it, knows. Prince is probably the best of them. <laughs> uh, anyway, she, and he said, do I have your blessing? Yes, I will give you my blessing. I will give you my blessing. But you better not hurt her. It Again. would be good to have another mensch in the family. Uh, and I see you still own three restaurants. Do you have insurance on those? Do you have insurance? If any Fire? of them burn down, would Leslie Fire get insurance? compensation? I will say I wrote in this situation with all this. I, you're right. Like the stakes are different for them. However, as a viewer, I am way more nervous watching this than I am watching Bachelor Bachelorette. You know, that's a really good point. I think that's a great point. I think I feel more for because the stakes for these women is higher are higher. Yeah, I feel I honestly feel nothing towards Teresa because I don't like her. Uh, but even for Leslie, I, I'm worried. And I I, would, I will be devastated for Faith. I will be I would devastated. Too. I would too. We're normally like, hey, chosen, you're, you're young. You're going to go fuck someone else. You're fine. If Leslie's chosen over Faith, I will be quite upset. Oh, no. Jerry. <sighs> Gary, it's a nice, uh, nice uh, penis you got there. It seems wow. something happened to it. We're going to move on. Now, he is – they are up late, lying, or up against a brick wall like two kids in high school just making the fuck out. Yo, he's really sexually attracted to her. He is. Uh, he really wants to – now, they're going to do – I'm assuming we've got two episodes left. Are they going to do overnight dates? I, I don't think we got fantasy suites. Yeah. Um, this season, but I guess because that was too scandalous. But I, I want to say, which I think is ageism. Um, I do too. But I, uh, I do. I wonder if Leslie didn't wear that metallic shimmer makeup, what would she look like? Prettier. Like I, thank you. I just wish someone would give her. It's it's out of date. It she wore it in her twenties. She wore it, it in her twenties, and it ages her in a way that. <sighs> This is true. Once you get especially sometimes 50, but especially 60s, 
just depends on how well you take care of your skin. But once you get 60, you really got to get careful with shimmers and mattes usually are more of your friends, but metallics, mm, no, if you're over the age of 60, unless it's like a fun event or something like that, Urban Decay is not going to be your friend. <laughs> it's a, I love Urban Decay. It's amazing makeup. It's great. But y'all know that Leslie, like the other two, says, remember when I told you I was falling for you? Now I am in love with you. I have Next fallen. Fall and I love. am in love with you. I am Resident. in love with you. And Gary says to Leslie, I oh, love you. I love you, Leslie. I love you. Stop. You love me. We're going to have some butt sex. Yippee. <laughs> oh, boy. I have a feeling they may be able to sue us for some kind of like defamation of. Yeah, that's really bad. Hello, boys and girls. I'm going to have sex with your grandpa. <laughs> Rose ceremony. <laughs> It's the dramatic thing of all three women putting on their last looks of makeup. They, I know. All they all look the good. Dressing, at the dressing table. It really is. It's the last yes. midnight. Really. Totally. It's. Um, I wish that so, would play on the Broadway channel you're listening to. No, it's it's going to be the, the only thing they would ever play on that would be. What would they? No. It, you know what? Into the Woods is way too thinky for this channel. Let's see what it is now. It is. Oh, it's one of those horrible newly written songs from The Little Mermaid. Beyond my wildest, my wildest dreams. I don't know <sighs> it. Oh God, I'm going to leave the house. I, I cannot <laughs> deal with this. <clears throat> um. So yes, the the y'all the first rose rose the first rose goes to the first rose goes to who poots Leslie Lesler Lesler. And the second rose goes to, uh, well, Gary has to pass a kidney stone, which <laughs> that's what it basically looked like. He sets the roll down. He walks in there and he's like, oh, he doubles he's over. Like, he's like, I'm going to throw up. I wish he would actually throw up like Willem did on drag race. That was God. fantastic. God, Gary, I need more commitment. I need more vomit, Gary. Anyway, y'all, he can't, he needs a moment. But I need a moment. Oh, God, you're so Can't good at it. Broadway. Boy, if, so, they, if they played that, I would be singing it with that queen who's up or over there. Also, also, I didn't know there was a – it has to be a queen because uh, – or, or a woman who wants to be a gay man. Um, because I'm – no one's over there on the apps. I would have already fucked him by now. I've well, lived here a, long enough. No, he's a bottom problem. You sorted him out on a filter. That's fair. <laughs> because I know your search is real is looking for Dom Tops. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that No, I can't even I can't even argue with you. <laughs> it's very I'm very I'm very specific about what I want. Uh, hey, there's I'm like, not looking for a like, bottom either. There's like ten people on my grid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in all of Los Angeles. You're at say, telling one guy, hey, can you put this mask over your face so it just feels different? 
but we can fuck again. Um, so y'all, it's, it's is it going to be Treaser or uh, Faith? Uh, it it needs to be Faith. I I can't watch. It, I it, I it, it's kind of hard because the. Kudos to the editing because the two women they really played up since the beginning that he was initially attracted to were Faith and Teresa. Yeah, I just think it's been waning for old Teresa. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Y'all, here's the deal. Gary's, a, you know, every talks about how wonderful he is and how great Gary is. He's still a man. He's going to pick the younger woman. I totally agree. Y'all, totally men, agree. men are still fucking men. And they're all gross. <laughs> can't live without them, and you can't murder them unless you find a way to get away with it. So you just fuck them repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then divorce them. That's the show! <laughs> This was off the rails. It was uh, that you were out of sorts because of that thing. It's cold medicine. All right, everybody. Um, Thank you so much for listening. We're going to see you next week on episode seven of the Golden Book. We got two more episodes to go. Next week is going to be Women Tell All. Women Tell All interview with Jesse. Gary's going to show up and apologize for breaking some woman's heart. And it's going to be fantastic. And we're going to get to see Askin. We're going to get to see the ladies of Askin. Uh, April will shoot ping pong balls out of her vagina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be great. I, y'all, if you, there, I, is it, was it Glamour? Uh, I sent it to you. I think it was. You sent it to me. It was <laughs> every, great. Every time I want to say, I say Glamour, I want to say, Glamour. Uh, I got no Glamour, no Mystique. <laughs> From Punchy Players. It's got no Glamour. It's got no Mystique. Um, it's Ann Miller when they did. Uh, have you seen her? Oh, Heather, they are over the deli. She's only she's only wearing she's she's only wearing blue jeans. <laughs> got no glamour. Got no mystique. Um, <laughs> I mean, we we need to collaborate with them. I think that I think that YouTube page is dead, or that you that YouTube channel is dead. I think it is. I think it but is. Boy, they were so much fun. Uh, what were we saying before I went to talk to him? Oh, the Glamour Magazine article. It was Susan and, uh, uh, fuck. Um, uh, what's her name? Kathy. 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 Uh, Kathy. Um, they did an interview and they talked about how they're fast friends and they're sisters forever. And they want to do a reality show about the four women of Askin. And I would totally watch that Sign show. me up. Sign me up. And they were talking about how they were the Golden Girls. No, but it really is like it's a reality yeah. show of the Golden Girls. They, so. y'all, I think we, I, I need more of those four women in my life. I do too. I, I, I think it is women on, for, for certain types of women like that on television are, are cruelly underrepresented and I would love to see it. It is. Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah. Let so. them embarrass themselves. Give them a shot. Yes. Give them a shot. Um, all right, everybody. I think that's it. Uh, you know, we're, uh, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all we got. That's the Golden Bachelor. All right. Riveting. We're going to see you next week. Until then, we ask you to go to realitygates.com, go to our social media. And then after you've done that, we will give you our what? We poodle. will, we will. We will ask you, 
Will you accept, accept our, our rose rosebuds? <laughs> it's never not gross. It makes me feel bad. Will you still 